afternoon. Today is Wednesday, July 23rd, 2019. My name is Bill Woodcock and welcome to another edition of Forward Maryland. It's Bill Woodcock, Far From Home, Part 4, the Tuesday edition. I'm speaking to you live from London, England, and I want to summarize the events of today in our continuing travelogue. And not only do we have travel events today, but we also have huge British political news. But first, the fun stuff. Uh, had, a, had a great time today. I took it a little bit easy today, did not get much walking in. It's quite a hot day uh, today in Great Britain and London. Uh, not as bad as what people have had it in Maryland uh, these past uh, several days, but uh, it's currently, uh, as of time of this recording, uh, about 92 degrees Fahrenheit in London, and uh, that is an unheard of temperature. I mean, 92 here is basically like a 100 degree day in Maryland. So uh, lots of people sitting outside today, uh, taking advantage of the shade and the grass and the little squares all around town. Uh, people just kind of taking it easy today. Um, you know, in case you haven't been to Great Britain, uh, you should know that Great Britain is not very much well known for its air conditioning, uh, nor for its use of ice. So, um, you know, last night on the news, there were cooling tips, such as take your shower in the evening and leave yourself a little damp so that the air cools you off and, and, and soothes you and all of that stuff. So uh, a very warm day, and it's going to be uh, even warmer uh, for the next couple days. So today is my last day here in London, and so I decided to... Uh, not do that much today. I went to a couple of the aforementioned uh, public squares, and I found them quite lovely. Uh, little gardens, uh, you know, they're about several acres each in size. Uh, little gar gardens, statues, a walking path. Um, looks like they each have a pavement, which one could use as a track. Uh, you know, like say a sixth of a mile or an eighth of a mile uh, around it. Um, you know, very nice little, uh, very nice little features in the town. Uh, incidentally, I don't know how much I've mentioned this. Perhaps I have in an earlier episode, but uh, there, the English people are very uh, walking conscious. Uh, they're very activity conscious. You don't see a lot of promotion about walking, 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 stay fit, stay fit, stay active. Um, but there's just, you know, the, the way that British culture is set up, at least here in London, it's very conducive to being active. And London is very much a walking town. Yeah, the underground rules, but I mean, you have to walk through the underground as well and go up steps, go down steps. Um, you know, there's no ADA here, so you have no choice but to use um, the steps if you want to use the underground. Um, come to think of it, I have not seen a single person with a uh, handicap requiring a wheelchair uh, use the underground. I don't know how that works or if that even works. Uh, so you have to walk, and there is a lot of walking involved. So. 
Um, I like it. It's helping me get back into great habits. I've done several miles of walking easily a day. I'm sure I've put on 10 miles or more at least two or three of these days. Uh, so today I figured for my last full day in London is a day to take it easy. Uh, first, I went to the Charles Dickens Museum, uh, which is a lovely museum off of Dowdy Street in the Camden neighborhood of London. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was uh, it's actually a five floor uh, row home where uh, Dickens lived. Uh, he and his wife and uh, their three kids. Um, I love Charles Dickens. I love uh, his books. I've read a number of them and uh, it was nice to learn about his life and about how he lived in Victorian England. Uh, if you enjoy, say, the uh, Poe House in Baltimore City, uh, you would certainly enjoy uh, this attraction. Uh, then I took a tour, I took a walking tour through the University of London. Uh, just through several of the buildings of the University of London campus. I thought it was uh, very interesting. It's a very urban campus. Uh, there's not a lot of green to it, but uh, that's okay. Um, reminiscent of, say, a George Washington University back home. So, um, you know, a very international campus. I saw students of a number of uh, different nationalities there, uh, not just British, so uh, very interesting place to, to be. Uh, so that really was it. I mean, that that's basically the long and short of where I have been so far uh, today and where I'm really planning to be uh, for the remainder of the day. Uh, later on, I'll go down and get myself a meal. Uh, but otherwise, I have been watching the political news of the day, and that is the selection of Boris Johnson to lead the Conservative Party and to become the next Prime Minister of Great Britain, and he will become Prime Minister tomorrow, as Theresa May will resign. Um, there are some, I'm already seeing flash reactions on the internet saying this is the end of Great Britain, Great Britain has even a worse leader than the United States, um, first off, I'm not, so I'm not sure either thing is true. Uh, I'll take the second thing first. Uh, I think Johnson is, Johnson has at least come up through the political ranks in Great Britain. He was a member of parliament and also a, uh, a, uh, well, I'm blanking on the word. Oh, the mayor of London. He was the mayor of London for several years and defeated an incumbent mayor, uh, and then became a cabinet secretary, uh, and then came to fame with the uh, Brexit uh, issue. So um, he's not somebody, he's, you know, the, the parallel is not quite there. Uh, yeah, there are some similarities, the hair, uh, the multiple marriages, the uh, branch style, um, you know, but Johnson has a little bit of a streak of showman in him, like William Donald Schaefer, the former mayor of Baltimore, governor of Maryland, was a showboat, uh, you know, hoisting himself on, on a crane uh, over the site of the uh, Olympic Stadium building, for example, uh, doing things like that. So um, he's a little bit more flamboyant. Uh, should I say, than uh, President Trump for sure. And uh, certainly a little more experienced in the political world than our beloved president. 
Um, the other thing that, you know, I will say is for those saying that Britain is doomed, uh, also not so fast. I'm not sure that's true. Uh, Johnson's only really given a 50% chance of even getting Brexit pulled off. And uh, as opposed to the other alternative, which is that his government collapses within weeks and a new national election is called in the fall, which basically amounts to a second Brexit referendum, uh, at which point the a lot of wisdom is that uh, the Brexiteers will lose. Um, apparently, the only Johnson, the only chance Johnson has is to use some of the deal that Theresa May had negotiated with the EU uh, to allow for uh, Brexit to happen. Uh, Johnson's apparently a big supporter of what's called a no-deal Brexit, which is just get up and walk away from the table on October 31st. Uh, that's not something the EU wants. Of course, I don't really know what the EU could do about it if, uh, if he did do that. But um, some of the things that Theresa May had had uh, had uh, negotiated was, uh, you know, one thing and maybe the biggest thing to my understanding is what's called a backdoor for Northern Ireland, which was allowing Northern Ireland to stay in the EU while the other parts of Great Britain, uh, Wales, England and Scotland uh, left. Uh, of course, I can't imagine that that has gone over with the Scottish people that well, because as I, as memory serves, they are not huge fans of Brexit either. So, um, so that's what's happening. Uh, so, you know, the question here is, will Johnson still want to go for a no-deal Brexit? Um, if he does, that is with at the greatest political risk to him. Um, but if he still wants to bring in portions of the Theresa May deal, uh, then and uh, you know which would include this Northern Ireland backstop, possibly a two-year phase-out, uh, then that is being seen as being a much more uh, palatable manner for Great Britain to Brexit. Um, and by palatable, I mean with you know minimal damage to the UK economy because there's lots of fear that a sudden Brexit will uh, really damage the British economy. So um, we will see what happens. But uh, yes, the UK has a new leader. Uh, I had not. I guess I could have went down to Westminster. Um, frankly, if if the uh, Labor Party or, or even Liberal Dem had been in, in power, I, I certainly would have, um, but, uh, but not really my cup of tea to go down there and see that, no pun intended. So uh, that, that does it for today. That brings us to a fairly rapid end. Uh, you have been listening to Forward Maryland, episode 40, July 23rd, 2019, a.k.a. Bill Woodcock, Far From Home, Part 4. I will try to record one final episode in the morning. Till then, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Take care.